You know how some people, especially like the big name, moderate conservatives, uh, big evangelical church leaders, they will say things like, I want to make abortion not only illegal, but unthinkable. How do you think those people are going to accomplish that? Why? Through socialism, of course. (laughs) Some people are actually using the abortion issue to very subversively push socialism. Yeah, seriously. What? It sounds absolutely crazy. It's like, how do you leap from abortion to socialism? That sounds nuts. But I'll walk you through it. And it actually makes a lot more sense than it sounds at the base level. So another really interesting thing about this statement that we don't only want to make abortion illegal but unthinkable is that it sounds more conservative than the base position. It sounds more good. Like, of course, we as conservatives, we as Christians ought to want to not only make abortion illegal but unthinkable. But that's how a lot of this sneaky subversive language works they give you something that you agree with and they want to pull you along on that same track until it leads you to somewhere you really really don't want to be like many things with this you you have to be very careful when you hear things and you have to be very careful about what you believe you have to think very critically about especially these big controversial issues because as i have been coming to realize and i hope you've been coming to realize this same thing Over the past couple of years, and of course this has been happening for a lot longer than a couple of years, but to me at least, over the past couple of years, my eyes have been opened uh, more than ever before. Like I always knew it was there, but more than ever before, my eyes were open to these problems in evangelicalism, inconsistencies in the Christian church, uh, evil wearing the disguise of good and charity and love and whatever, but in reality it's... It's totally bad. It's totally rotten, totally evil. So here's what I mean by that. What to these people saying this, what causes abortion in the first place? You will hear if you keep an eye out on, you know, on Twitter or on uh, like mainstream news article sources who may interview some of these evangelical leaders, they will say things like abortion specifically, is caused by things like racism and poverty. People who can't take care of their kids, they want to get an abortion. Um, domestic abuse or, you know, other, other kinds of abuse where a woman would, um, would maybe have a kid that they don't want to have. Uh, chauvinism, kind of a, a man just, you know, doing whatever he wants to to a woman if he's married to her or not and and whatever. So these things like chauvinism, domestic abuse, racism, poverty, these are all things that contribute, especially racism and poverty, contribute to abortion. And so we don't want to focus on abortion because abortion is actually the symptom. The real problem is these things like racism and poverty. Do you see where we're going with this now? In other words, Suddenly, in order to end abortion, we must end the rampant racism because we know black people get abortions at a much higher rate than other minorities. We know that, I think I heard the statistic and and you can look this up yourself, 
that more babies in the city of New York, more, I'm sorry, more black babies are aborted than they are born. Abortion is the worst uh, human rights violation in the history of the planet. Children die to the tune of about one million a year since we have legalized Roe v. Wade. Really over a million a year. <laughs> it's it's horrible. It's awful. <clears throat> but the solution is not to actually just legalize abortion because then people would still want to. These other things, these, these so-called real problems that are causing the symptom of abortion would still be happening like racism and poverty. Now, how do we fix racism? Well, we of course, need to implement uh, CRT in our seminaries. We need to be teaching critical race theory in our schools. We need to have anti-racist coalitions. Uh, we need to be putting voices of minorities in positions of power, uh, regardless of their qualifications. <clears throat> and we need to be educating poor, stupid white people like us so that we can lift up minorities, specifically black people, to the positions that they truly deserve. <laughs> uh, now, poverty, of, of course. Now, how do we how do we solve poverty? Well, uh, of course, the Bible says that Christians ought to uh, be giving money to the poor and helping the needy and and helping the poor. But Christians aren't too good at that. Even though Christians donate more to charity than anyone else, than any other religion, uh, any atheists or, or anything. Um, but these people want to say that's still not good enough because poor people still exist. So how do we fix that? Well, we fix it through the government. We want to implement some sort of, I don't know, higher taxation, redistribution of wealth. Uh, what do we call that? We call that socialism, incidentally. You see where this is going? In the end, we must end poverty by raising taxes, redistribution of wealth, socialism. Because, obviously, we're not doing well enough on our own since poor people still exist. We must also be vocal about toxic masculinity. Uh, we need to suppress the men because they're the ones who are causing all this mess. I mean, you know, women wouldn't need to have abortions. Uh, women wouldn't be having babies that they don't want if men weren't in the picture, right? <laughs> so we need to subjugate men, hold them under our thumbs as a culture, Get rid of any kind of display of masculinity because it's all toxic. Unless, unless, now here's here's the caveat here. Unless you're a woman who wants to be a man. And then you can be as masculine as you'd like. And that's not toxic at all. In fact, that is to be praised. That's praiseworthy. In fact, we have a whole month dedicated to praising. Never mind. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, we need to metaphorically as a culture castrate men, which the church has been doing an awesome job at. Uh, femininity has been the predominant value in the church for generations now, and it seems to only be getting more feminine. If you think of what makes a a good, likable pastor, it's not things like strength and courage. It's things like gentleness and niceness. Even though it is good to be gentle and nice, but the things that define masculinity over femininity, I mean, we, we need courage and bravery and strength also. If we have gentleness without strength, then it's not really gentleness. I talked about this in a, in a past episode. You can't be gentle if you don't have strength. It's just impossible. We need to show men in our culture to, of course, get rid of abortion. We need to show men that 
everything about them is unacceptable because men will be the leaders of the resistance against these things. And that's the truth. The, the interesting thing is, regardless of the abortion issue, this is what the left wants to do. The left wants all of these things. Uh, they want socialism to be implemented. The left wants socialism. They want um, to end racism, even though they are creating racism in the process in the thinly veiled disguise of anti-racism. And these things are all part of this utopia that they are trying to create where they can control everybody. Think about what these things have to do with abortion at all. Here's the actual approach that we need to do. We have to think, is murder... Yeah, I mean, it, it literally is this simple. Is murder... Is it right or wrong? Is murder good or is it bad? It's bad, right? Pretty sure it's bad. I mean, like, we have laws against murder except for babies, right? We, we do recognize as a society... No matter what religion you are, if you're an atheist or not, that murder is bad. What does abortion really have to do with racism and poverty? What abortion has to do with is evil. These people have an agenda that's not biblical. They have an agenda that's not moral. They are using abortion as a tool. They are using the destruction of children as a tool to push their ideology on the nation. These are things they want to do anyway. If abortion is a problem or not, abortion is a mere tool. Don't fall for it. It'll sound like, well, yeah, of course I want to make abortion unthinkable. That sounds like a good thing. It's a good thing, right? But the real way that we try to make abortion unthinkable is by teaching people that abortion is evil. And incidentally, by punishing it harshly whenever it happens. And if we were to punish evil things like God gives the government the authority to actually do, then there would be a lot fewer cases of that crime. Now people will, you know, bounce back at you and say something like, well, then there's just going to be unsafe abortions. But the problem there is every abortion is unsafe. You can't have a procedure that literally ends the life of an innocent human being and call it safe, no matter what it is. Even if abortions were to become more unsafe for women, sorry, well, I'm not sorry, <laughs> but that's exactly what I want. I want these things to be unsafe. It shouldn't be safe to kill another human being. If you have any kind of inclination about breaking into another person's house, you would be a lot less likely to do it knowing that they had a gun, right? If you know that it would be risky for you, you'd be a lot less likely to do it. Now, some people would do it anyway, and those people would get shot breaking into those homes. And that would be, that would be a good thing, right? Just something to think about. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you in the next episode. God bless. Thanks for sticking it out to the end. I really appreciate you listening. If you want to be a big help, give me a like and a comment. Even if you disagree with me, I will respond and we can talk about it. If you also want to be notified of more content that I put out in the future, give me a subscribe. That helps tremendously be able to share truth with more people.